What's good? What's good? What's good? Y'all guys are vibing out with some N and J. Irk and Turk. <laughs> I think you should just do the intros. I'm fucking corny with this shit. I mean, that's fine. That's I'm gonna fine. make one. I'm gonna fucking. I'm gonna come up with a slogan, like a like a intro slogan that we use, like primarily. I mean, I just want to start the ignorance off early. Get it out the way. Just get out the way. Yeah. Welcome to the show, fuck nigga, pussy nigga, hoe ass nigga, trick nigga, slut, pimp nigga, simp nigga. And get on them OnlyFans. Yeah, you can do that quick, but I mean, so we got a topic. You got notes. I got notes. So oh, yeah, we super organized right, th- right now. So topic is, you know, focusing on yourself as a man. I'll let you get into your notes. Uh, we'll converse about that and then we'll get into mine whenever we're done. With yours, uh, most definitely. Um, so it's, it's it's uh it's something that we think about and don't think about at the same time. Um, focusing on yourself, especially in a world that we live in, with so many external factors, right? And I think the first thing that came to mind when when you told me like, "Yo, Jay, let's let's do a topic on for men from a male perspective about focusing on yourself," and we think about the external factors that we deal with. Well, when I was in high school, my external factors were getting women. Right. Sorry, so, you're what? I was looking for my pen. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> it was, it, it was, it was a, my external factors growing up in high school and junior high school when I was kind of like of that mind frame to focus on myself was women. Was what do you mean your external factors? I'm lost. So external factors, as in like things that manipulate externally. Mm your internal um goals or mindsets or your frame of mind your framework yeah right so if i want to be with a woman if i want to get a woman i'm not focusing on myself per se i'm focusing on what that woman wants of me as a man at that time right or what the perceived perception is of what women want oh what you need to do to get that woman or what you're trying to give her whatever you think you need to give her to get her right exactly so um I'm not going to lie, man. I was a big-ass simp in junior high school. Like, because growing up with my mom and my aunts, and, like, I thought the way to a woman's heart was doing the nice shit. You know, like, buying That's what you were taught, though, right? From your mom and your sister? That's what you were taught. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what I learned, right? Yeah. Yeah, Because, like I said, I didn't have a father figure, so I learned these things from them, right? Or in movies. You see it work in movies, or you you hear it in in R&B songs, and you're like, man, this is it. This yeah. is the plan. This is the blueprint, right? So you buy gifts and you you write letters and you, you like you try to be that type of dude. You try to mold yourself into what what they want, or what you think they want, mm-hmm. and it's failed me so many times over and over. I've had so many. And we'll cue this beta moments. I've had yeah. so many beta moments. Well, we all do, right? Yeah, throughout my young life, yeah. I can't even count anymore. You know what I'm saying? So. I think focusing on yourself is excluding the external factors uh, of what the media says you should be. Um, we hear it time and time again. A real man does this or a real black man does this. And de- these thoughts are coming from broken broken people or broken women, right? Right. So truly finding out who you are as a, as a man, as a, as a person, where you fit in this world. Who do you want to be per se? Mm-hmm. Like using not using those external factors and kind of coming back to come like a come back to jesus moment come back yeah. to jay moment what do you want what what do you want to do what does nick want yeah it's kind of what i one of my things was focus on your purpose which could be your job which is different than your career and then a skill set and you need to become essentially a master of one of those things well when you say like a skill set what do you, what do you mean so, okay, so when you think a job, I think of something not, you don't really want to do this for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. right? And when I hear career, it's something, you know, there's two levels. There's a you career for the, the for, a, for the average American, which is something you do until you retire, right. right? A job is like a starter. Your career is something you do until you retire. But if you're more high value, a career is something like, like um, something that's going to pay well for long periods of time. That right. the the time you put in, you get a big return on your investment, right? Where a job so like, per se, you don't get a big return on your investment. 
so like real estate or like getting into real estate or like getting into stocks things that or... push you oh like okay for example if you live if you don't live in like high cost of living areas things that push you into that upper echelon of uh of men that's what i consider okay. a career you know okay. and skill set because you know not everybody wants to be like a, a plumber, construction worker, um, you know, a, a UPS guy. Not everybody wants to be a blue collar or white collar banker or you know, computer scientist. So skill set. Excuse me. Like, if you want to play guitar, you should be the master at playing guitar. You want to um, play the drums. You want to you want to learn a trade per se. You know, yeah. become a master of that trade. Try to aim to be the master of that of that trade and you know really uh buckle down on that skill that's why i say skill set because skills define if you're an athlete you want to be the best you can at being an athlete you know and that's why that's when we talk about when you say like focus i don't want to steal your time so i'm gonna wrap it up when i say focus on your purpose right you focus on your purpose if you're a young athlete all the time you're doing chasing and courting women you could be in the field Working on your game, you could be on the court working on your game. You could be in the gym lifting weights. You can be getting a run in all that extra bullshit time you're wasting. You know when you're when you're wasting it chasing women, chasing hoes, whatever you want to call it. Uh, your opponent's busting his ass and he's getting after it, right? Because the payoff down the road will be way higher and he can it's relax significantly. Then. Yeah, yeah. Because the way the way that men, the way that men increase in value is in time. Exactly. Like, that was one of my we, points. Yeah, as we age, we we gain wisdom, we gain value, um, we gain monetary value, um, become more wiser. What what per se? Um, I agree, one hundred percent. I think uh, finding smart goals, um, things to kind of better yourself, or finding ways to just better yourself from from previous situations and learning from your beta moments is what makes you a better man going forward. Um, and not kind of falling back into the um, the stigma of, well, I did what they said I should have did, and it didn't pay out. Okay, well, why? And keep asking yourself these whys. Right. Why did you do it in the first place? Why did you follow that mold? Why didn't you just sit down? Like, typically, like, like look at peop- look at most men coming out of relationships. You know, the first thing you, you tend to do is like, oh, like, I always say this. There's two types of men. There's a man that when he comes out of a relationship, he sits there and he thinks about what went wrong. Mm-hmm. And he makes himself better, or there's a man that like once he comes out of it, like he he blames everything on the situation. He becomes a fucking savage, right? And he doesn't give a fuck anymore. And he goes up on this this rampage of I'm gonna fuck as much bitches as I can. I don't give a fuck anymore. I don't care about being this, being what they want, or being what I want. I'm just I'm just gonna fucking smash as much bitches as I can, hurt as much people as I could, and yeah. just get off. It's just a coping mechanism. And it is, yeah. right? And that, and there's nothing wrong with that, but we create this cycle. The cycle of broken men that break women, and we have the cycle of broken women that, that hate on the men that broke them. Mm-hmm. And then they label all the men that broke them those type of men. Exactly. It, it, yeah, it's a vicious cycle of um, of that. And But that type of behavior, like, there's nothing wrong with fucking around as long as there's you're... wrong with it. As long as you're real about it. Yeah. You know, you can't say you're a real one and then go around finessing a bunch of chicks because that's weak. Like, if you just can't say straight up, I'm not looking for nothing, and they're cool with it, then it, it is what it is. But if you're out well, here see, lying yeah. and finessing... You're selling you're selling a dream. Like, yeah, yeah no, nah, I, want, I want a relationship with you, but you're, you're yeah, not that. Yeah, that's scummy. Right? That's scummy. That's corny. That's yeah. corny as hell. And I agree. Because if you're I real... Agree. Like, okay, so when, for example, when I hear niggas doing shit like that, I automatically assume... That they have a weak mind, because a, a nigga that gets pussy is not worried about if one chick is gonna say no to that offer, because in his mind he has other ones that will say yes. Right. So that's like a weak, a weak thing. That's weak to me. If niggas out here finessing chicks, tell them they want to be with them, they bust a nut and they leave. Like that shit's cool. Like that shit you like you pull in like high school when you don't have no that's resources. High yeah, it's not. Yeah, you thirty years old doing that shit. You you fucking weak as hell. Now I agree with that one hundred percent. But, um, I think to get back on it is like, I think taking the time, like if you could like coming out of those type of really, or these, these obstacles, cause I don't want to just use relationships, any type of obstacle or any type of, um, setback, right. Using that time to truly figure out who you are. Yeah. 
like 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 seriously sit down and ask yourself the why's like why did i do this or who am i or like in that moment was i a fucking savage or in that moment was i a beta and if you were a beta in that moment ask yourself why were you a beta and what could you do to become a savage or if you were a savage in that moment then fucking shit just keep pressing on right when you're saying savage are you saying like savage in the sense of, of like, like you owned you owned that moment like you oh, like okay. you did the right thing right like um and not savage as oh, I'm just going to go smash everything possible. I mean, maybe that's hypocritical. But just saying, like, if I came out of a relationship, like, perfect example with my ex. I went into a two-year depression. That was my beta moment. And it hurt. That right? wasn't a moment. That was like a beta span. That was a beta. <laughs> right, right. That was a beta, yeah, that was a beta two years, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then, like, when I joined the military and I started, like, regaining that confidence yeah. Finding out who I was in those eight weeks and then coming to a different country or a different state and learning who I was so that I could be a better person for the person I was going to be with. That's me being a savage, like building yourself up. Exactly. Right. Taking that time to put into you rather than other people. And there were setbacks. There were setbacks. There were other women that came along that caused a setback. And then I put myself into those bad situations. But ultimately, it's a growing process. Just focusing on your growth. Yeah, it's nonstop. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nonstop no process. It's only, it's only life lessons. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the L, a life lesson. You're taking double life L's. Right. Yeah. Double L's. Taking double L's. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so one of my main points, my starting point is get to where you want to be in life and let the chips fall where they may. Right? And then my mm. second point, because I wrote mine more on like thoughts, right? Uh, yeah. Save your money. Focus on your purpose. You know, as a man, uh, your value value only goes up in time because you're as a man, your value is based on your resources, your wealth, and your um, networking ability, right? Right. But with time, your um, in, in with time and age, your wealth theoretically should go up. You should become a more mature person, and you should become a little wiser, right? While women's right. appearance typically is their selling point while a man's is his, his value. Right. Right. Get in shape, you know? And then my final point on that part is buy the things you want. Right. Because if you're, you know, it's not like the, you know, work hard, play hard concept. When you get into a relationship at a certain point, your money becomes y'all's money. And sometimes you can't just be a little selfish and buy these things you want. So when you're, when you're focusing on yourself, buy the things you want. Save. That's why I say save your money. If you want a Camaro, save your money to get one, right? You want to get J's, save your money to get them, right? Always have excess money in the bank. Buy the things you want now because then later in life, you may not get the chance to. Yeah, you may not get the chance to drive a two-door car. So shit like that. Chasing women is very taxing to the mind, body, and spirit. But most importantly, it's taxing to the wallet. Preach, nigga. Right? Preach. Preach. <laughs> Learned, so I'll finish these little bits and we'll come back to them. Uh-huh. Achieve the things you set out in life. That's priority number one. Women will see your success and naturally flock to you. That's another point I wrote. And then the last one before we get into it, like what I just spoke about. Learn to master your emotions. It's essentially like, remember when like in Star Wars... Luke was, uh, uh, he was, uh, he was, a uh, um, not a Jedi, but he was out there going crazy with the lightsaber and shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. but then he ran into his motherfucking pappy and his pappy whooped his ass. So what he went, went and talked to Yoda and he came up and, and Yoda helped him master his emotion, that rage, that dark side in him. Right. And when he mastered it, he was able to control his abilities more, right? It's similar to when Go, Gohan learned to stop just raging and headbutting. And learn to control himself, and he became one of the more powerful Saiyans in the DBZ saga, right? Right. When you uh, when you master your emotions, you are untouchable. You cannot be manipulated, and that's so. We can get into that one. I know that's that's the one I have starred. Right? Yeah, I think um, I agree with that one hundred percent. I think also understanding that utilizing and and manipulating your emotions i'm more say manipulating in a bad way manipulating your emotions for as a motivator um is also good it's also a good way of getting you on a head start i remember um after 
one of my relationships, I used that anger and that rage of that breakup to get in shape. And that yeah. drove me for a good six or seven months of like hitting the gym. Like, nah, motherfucker, I am better than what you think I am. I'm going to fucking prove it to you. And that can't always be, though. You have to be careful with that. Right. Because that can't always be the motivating factor. At some point during that shift, you have to say, okay, well, it's no longer about this obstacle anymore. It's not about me. Exactly. Because if you if you continue down that path of saying, well, I'm doing this to prove this, then once you get to a certain point, you're like, well, why the fuck am I doing this? And then you just fall off the cliff. But if you start saying, like, all right, I, I started this motivate, I started as motivated because of this, and now it's because of me, then you keep going along that path. Exactly. Uh, it may start, that's where I think you first learn to master your emotions is going through something rough, and then it starts off as one thing, and then you realize, like, you get, like, like if it's getting in shape, you go to the gym, you're like, I'm going to show that bitch I ain't yada, 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 yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, at a point, you get over it. And now right. you're just doing it for you. Right. Right. And that's um because, you Always know. Always find that point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what you should do. Um, but when I talk about mastering your emotions is when when women realize that they can say whatever they want to you and they're not going to get a rise out of you, they cut it out. Mm. It stops. Oh, okay. People, it's hard to argue with somebody that says, yeah, I agree. Of course. <laughs> Because if she keeps arguing, she's crazy. And you're already getting the biggest sign. You know, that's the biggest sign right there. If you're if you're just cool as a cucumber and they're going off and you're just like, yep, mm-hmm. no, I agree completely. How how mad can they keep going to be? And if they can yeah, keep... Yeah, but then don't you think you don't get your point across though? Is it... So are you are you sacrificing your point for the sake of ending an argument at that point? Is there a... Is, is there a, a belief... Is there a time in an argument you believe that the person is actually listening to you? That they are willing to hear what you have to say and listen to comprehend and not respond as we talked about in the other one. Because I would I would hope at some point. I have hardly met any people that are in a nobody okay, let me start by saying this. Yes, there's there's a give and take, but it's in the sense that you will get your point across when she's calmed the fuck down. Not right. when she's at a million because Pissed she ain't gonna listen to you. With that. So if you can just be cool and then you, and then when she chills out, maybe not that night, maybe the next morning, you say, "Hey, I don't like how you did that." And if you do that again, this is over. Like a like a man, you're direct, but you're not angry. You're not trying to intimidate her. You're not trying to be overly aggressive. You're just being honest and factual. I don't like how you were speaking to me last night. And if you do that again, we're done. You're not going to disrespect me. That's disrespectful. You know. Uh, I would say you don't get to that point. Right, that's what I'm saying. An argument can just like, I mean, yeah, I can understand a relationship like a two months, three months, a year. You can't just walk away from from a fucking marriage like that. Like, bitch! Yeah, but in a marriage, I would tell the person, you need to make sure that this person checks all the boxes before you go ahead and sign a legal document. Well, agreed. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? So that's what you would hope. You would hope that you have been through something and this person has shown you that they're not that type of person that is gonna, right. you know, flip the fuck out, wild out, treat you like shit because she's upset. Right, so you're talking about the extreme situations, like yeah. the extreme arguments. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, right. not like, not disagreements, like arguments. Right, just the extreme arguments. Right. Because, okay, yeah, I agree with that. Because arguments, there's a too. lot of emotional manipulation going on. Yeah. Right, as soon as you, for example, it could be vice versa, the gender. As soon as you say something that is factual or true, they want to argue about your tone, and that completely changes what the topic is about. Because now they're not even listening; they want to talk about something completely not relevant. And, yeah. You know, and it just becomes a lot of manipulating to get away from topics. Like, oh, that's cool, you did this, but back when we first started dating, I let it slide. You were talking to this girl or whatever. It's just all forms of different types of manipulation and arguments. So you just avoid them by going, "I'm not talking about this right now." But see, I've done that before. I've said that shit. I've I am. But the did first you person. did you buy back into it though when they kept going? Did uh, you yeah. did, did you allow her to pull you back into that conversation when you were like, I'm not. But talking it's hard. Well, see, the it thing is if hard. You're with, if you're if you're living with somebody and you get into that type of argument, and you're saying, well, you know what? Now you're right. Or I don't like. I don't want to. I'm not ready to deal with. This. I'm the type of person like if it gets to the point where 
I'm going to get angry, I don't do it. I don't engage in it. I'm like, I don't want to get to that point. Mm-hmm. I've knocked the motherfucker out before. I don't ever want to get back to that point <laughs> ever again. Like, yeah. that shit made me, like, that shit really ruined me. I don't ever get to that point. So I, I, I kind of, like, revert back. I'm like, nah, you're good. I'm good. But then they push it. They push that button. Like, that tick, 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 tick. They push that button constantly. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, we're going we're gonna to continue talking about this no matter what you say. But there has to be a point, if you're the man and you're the leader, that you realize this is going absolutely fucking I nowhere. I agree. And once you realize that, you just stop. That's, that's what makes it so simple. Once you realize that this is going nowhere at this moment, I'm, you literally go, I'm not talking about this anymore. Because no one can you, – then you just, you just turn it off. They're going to say whatever they want to say. And if you married a good person, you would hope that you wouldn't start doing low blows. And if you're dating a shitty person and they start doing low blows, that is literally God telling you or whatever higher power that this person's a piece of shit and you need to leave them. So if you, you know, it's it's a two way street. You either get you find out who what they really are. You, you may like it. There may be okay. I understand. And you know, talk about it when cooler heads. Because what is the saying? Cooler heads. Uh, cooler heads prevail. Prevail. Yeah. Or she goes complete hothead, or he goes complete hothead, and then calls you all sorts of names and how you're a trick ass bitch and you ain't shit and I pulled you out and all that garbage. And you realize this this ain't it. And you you just have that moment. Yeah. I, I know you've had that moment when you. Talk I've to a girl, moment. or you dated a girl, and you realize yeah. this ain't it, chief. Yeah, and you either choose to stay or you choose to leave, or you start and looking that's... for ways to get out. Yeah, because you're not ready. Because I mean, when I did that type of stuff, I wasn't at a point in my life where I could just be like, "This ain't it. I'm out. Like, I don't want to be with you. Like, what I saw last night was disgusting. I don't want to be associated with that because you're not going to change. You know, of course, and you're not changing overnight because one spark away, you right back to that character because it's habit. Right. You know, behavior like that is habit. You don't naturally just spaz out on somebody. That's because you've done it before in your life. And this is just, that's just, that's just your go-to, your safety net. You know, you as feel a me? Man, should we, but as a man, should we not check and correct that? Or should we just, like, let it be? You can check it, but if she's un, um, unwilling to acknowledge... So here's the... I mean, these are all just when you meet somebody. If she's unwilling to admit that she is wrong... What is the point of checking her? Because she will never see what you're talking about. Yeah. Only women you can quote unquote check are women that are able to see that they have made a mistake. Because if they're unwilling to see that they ever have done anything wrong, it's always like, for example, if I meet a girl or I met a girl in the past or something, and she, all her actual past relationships were always the guy's fault. She never did anything wrong. It's like a big vampire. Stay away from me, you demon. <laughs> you fucking succubus. Yes, because they, they will admit that they do anything wrong. If they do, they have to, it's like they, like, it's like they got to list all the things that the other person did. And then they're like, but that's nothing compared to what I did. Right. Right. And it's always a, some form of manipulation to make themselves sound better than what they are because it's either because how i view it is either you're a piece of shit or you attract pieces of shit and i don't want to associate with that and that right there is the point attracting mm-hmm. pieces of shit but i think that when we don't take the the time like the key word in all of this is that time right that time and i will also talk about legacy um but i will we'll focus on time taking that time to truly reflect on yourself if you don't take that time You'll always revert back to what's normal or what's comfortable for you. And it's typically those piece of shit people that yeah. you attract into your life. Yeah. Um, they, they say the expression is that relationships are introspective. Who you date is basically who you are. What you attract right. is what you are. Right. If all you seem to get is hood niggas, you're a hood bitch. You're a hood bitch. Yeah. You know, it's. If you usually ratchet, if you're attracting ratchet ass women, then you're you you also are a ratchet person. You're just you, you're low yeah, value. Yeah, you give out ratchet energy. Yeah, right. You're low and, value. and it's not. We're not talking about one offs. I'm talking about the. If you look back at the majority of people you attract, you will see a common trend. Yeah, and I, I've looked back at mine as well, and I realized I was very low value at one point because yeah. of all the women I've dated in my past. Yeah, and my wife is completely different <laughs> than all the women I've dated in my past. So I'm. I think I've stepped up. Because how I've explained this to people is that time is a currency in itself. 
Yes. You committing time to someone is spending money. So how I've said how you should judge spending time with somebody is valuable or not, that you need to look at your hours as minimum wage payments. If you live in a state where it's 850, right? If you're texting and talking all the time, that's 16, 20, 30 bucks a day you're missing out on because you're doing shit like that. Is the person worth $450 at the end of the month or end of the week? Whatever the number is. I guarantee if you look at time that you invest into women or the time that you, since we're talking about men, I'm going to say just, I'm going to speak from the man position. If you're looking at time as a currency, as a value, and you look at the time you've invested to women, like just women, and we're not talking about one woman, we're talking about all the women you're all talking people. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much money would you add up and then you realize you've wasted this amount of money talking to women that you have gotten pump and dumps from, nothing of value from. Nothing of value, right. What do you bring into the table besides sex? No, I mean, not, even if you just wanted sex, you don't need to be wasting your time talking all the time. Like, that's $400 you missed out on if you had a second job. $500 every two weeks because you're chatting these chicks up, FaceTiming. That's what I'm saying. We don't look at our time as currency. That's because that's broke nigga shit. Broke nigga don't think like that. They don't know. Let's just be honest. Broke niggas don't think like that. No, they, they probably like, don't. Like, right. Because, like, it's like, it's all about, oh, I'm going to get this. Or I can get this many. Right? I could bag these many. Yeah. Or I can holler at these many. Yeah. Well, and it's like, go ahead. My bad. Yeah. You, you just don't get your, you get your, you keep yourself in a comfortable state. You don't get yourself out of the mind frame of, I can use this time to build a better legacy for myself. I talk about time and legacy as, as they, like they correlate, right? Because the time invested in yourself is building your legacy. Like what's your, what legacy are you going to leave with your parents? And that's with anybody, friends, coworkers, parents, kids, or even a woman that you're with, how she views you later on down the line is what you left with her. If all your, if all your focus on is all these bitches that you're talking, all these females that you're talking to, all these bitches that you're talking to, mm -hmm. then you leave a poor legacy with each and every one of them. Cause you didn't invest the time needed to build a perfect legacy one exactly it just takes one and so for example the time and legacy correlates very well because our time every day if you had a, a, a health bar it shrinks every right. day after a certain age you are one step closer to death every second right. you are one step closer to dying but the great thing about legacy is you invest that time your legacy can live on for generations the narrative of your life, you setting your family up to be successful through generational wealth can live on forever. You never know. Like you could say a 25 K die, leave your kid 25 K and he invests that money. And then you change the whole bloodline. He hits yeah. gold. He's invest smart for, uh, you know, 50 years. And now he's a 10 10 million. Uh, he has $10 million in the no, bank. Yeah. Change yeah. the whole lineage. Right? So, you know, when we talk about focus on yourself, it's really because we don't do enough of it. Yeah. Because when you focus on yourself, not only do you better yourself, you look at yourself in the mirror and you need to be proud of what you see every day and not get blinded by the, 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 the chicks that you're fucking with or any of that shit. When you look in the mirror and you got to really look at yourself and be like, at 26 years of age, am I happy where I'm at? Am I like, am I legitimately happy where I'm at in life. And if you right. say no, you can look back and all the time you've wasted yep. doing silly shit like chasing yep. low tier single mothers for a nut. Yep. You know, you look at that, all the dates, all the money you wasted on because niggas will go on dates, niggas will buy marijuana, they'll buy drugs, they'll buy J's, they'll, they'll, they'll have no car, they'll ride the bus, and they got $50 in their pocket and they'll take a bitch to the movies. Yeah. Or you're buying, or you're buying the J's to impress the woman that you want to get, or you, or you're, you're buying the car. You're putting all of this money. Like you look at the niggas that come into the military, right? The I need to stop saying bitches. I'm gonna stop saying bitches right now. All right, I'm gonna stop saying it too. Yeah. All right. So you you look at all, you look at the money, you look at the niggas that come into the military. The first thing they buy is what? What type of car? <laughs> Camaro, the Charger, the Challengers. <laughs> the the military digger starter pack, right? Yeah, exactly. And why are they why are they doing that? Because they want to impress the women around them, right? Which they is wild like to me what... because they all have the same car. Exactly, right? So that's that's a that's a global mindset. That's what they want to do. I'm gonna buy this car. I'm gonna buy these Jordans. I'm gonna impress the women that I'm surrounded by. 
mm-hmm. or, or the ones that I want to attract. Instead of taking that money and maybe buying a beater because you're only going to be in that area for like four years and then you're going to move on, right? Buying a beater for now or buying a pre-owned used car, which saves you money over time because you take a new car off the lot, it depreciates. People don't learn that. And invest that money. Yeah. Build build that generational wealth so that when you do meet somebody that you feel like you want to settle down with, that meets the criteria of what you want, you've created a nest egg that's going to sustain you for life. Yeah. But broke niggas don't think like that. Broke niggas say, I'm going to buy all these J's. Yeah. I'm going to buy all these expensive-ass clothes. I'm going to go to the club. I'm going to post. Yeah. Look at me. Uh-huh. I'm posted. Put this shit on Instagram. And then these and these are the same niggas that go on Instagram and look at other people's lives and then like you said look in the mirror and and see value in yourself. They don't see value in yourself because as soon as they put the phone up, they see value in other people and like, oh shit, I'm not doing enough, so I gotta go do more. I go get more J's. Right, because like the main thing is if you strip away the car, you strip away the clothes, you strip away the shoes, you strip away the money in your. Like, I know we're talking about money right now, but, like, I'm going to talk about character right at this moment. So we'll, we'll leave the wallet in. You take away the car, the clothes. Who is who is the man in the mirror? Right. That's the real fucking question. Who is that man in the mirror? Is that man in the mirror a decent man, a broken man? You know, is he is he striving to become a better man? What type of man is he? Are you a follower? Are you a pack nigga? Or are you a leader? Right. You know? And that's why I say focus on yourself because I guarantee a lot of young men can't look in the mirror when they strip off all the all the all the gold, all the fuck the jewelry, the shoes, the fucking the Jordans, the true religion, all that bullshit, and they they go, I'm happy with where I'm at in life. And that's and that's why I say in the beginning, not using or not focusing on the external factors. Because that's that's the fool's gold, right? Especially when you're young. Yeah, especially, right? Because that's what that's what sells us. And I feel sorry for these young dudes, man. Because all they have is social media to tell them who they are or who they should be, right? So they look on social media and be like, "Well, man, I should be this. I should be I should be Lil Wayne, or I should be like Drake, or I I should be like whoever. Insert rapper here, or insert more successful person here, Mm -hmm. right? So they chase it, yeah, because they feel like, oh well. Because in, in high school, what is your commodity? Your social currency. As, as a, your it's, popularity. It's, right. it's, just, yeah. it's how popular you are. It's your social factor, right? Yeah. So how do you build your social factor in, in high school? It's buying the Jordans. It's maybe you're 18 years old and, you ha- and you're the one only one in school with a car. Yeah. Right? Or, but then or it's those, how you dress. The, the, like, the people with the car, they're just using you. Yeah. You get People get blinded. When you take a kid that doesn't have a lot of friends and then he has something, now he has a lot of friends. Yeah. They get that confused for friendship. It's like these niggas are just using you. You take that car away, they don't want to hang out with you. They don't hang out with you anymore. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And, no, it's, you know, this This is why I say this stuff. You know, I don't know. You know, I've always said no matter if one person listens to it or 100 people, my children have hours of their pappy, you know, and be able to hear the things that you and I are saying or your children hearing what you've said, yeah. your grandchildren hearing what you said back in the day. I've said this thing a million times, but when you're young, you are impressionable and why it's important, especially for older men, to tell younger men, stop chasing the rainbow. Yeah. You, you, you are doing yourself a giant disservice because you will realize there'll be a point when you're 23, 24, that you have that epiphany moment that you've been getting played You've been getting cheated on. You've been getting. You can't attract a, a decent woman because the energy you put off is of a cheap ass nigga. And I don't mean cheap like you don't spend money. Like you just, you don't have you're any desirable value. traits. Yeah, you're low value. You're low hanging fruit. Yeah. Every the 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 girl at the club that's dancing on all the dudes that all the army dudes are hugging up on that is not a valued woman. It's easy. It's low. It's an easy woman because women of value are not not letting dusty Negroes hug up on them in a dusty ass nightclub because they're not there. Yeah. You know, and that's not an insult to the woman. It's just reality. We all, we all fall in boxes. There's low, there's, there's low value men. There's low value women. 
There's, yeah. there's high value men, there's high value women. That's just how it works, right? Right. But it, it, niggas will go chase that community pussy. They will, <laughs> they will chase that community pussy, bro. And they will get, and then one of these idiots will have a baby with her. Yeah. One of these dudes will not strap up. They will bust in her and she'll get pregnant and they'll have a low grade child because they both didn't want it. And a child, and I've heard someone say that a child born with no purpose feels like they have no purpose. Mm. You know, when a kid's in a mistake, baby, that affects them. Yeah. And they feel it. They feel it right away because either the father's not invested or the father's not around. And the mom is spending so much time blaming the father for not being there. Right. That's why I think it's disgusting when people tell their children, like, you are a mistake, baby. Mm. What, what? The child instantly wow, feels like they, y'all didn't even want to have me. It. Yeah, he already feels that way. Exactly. He already feels like so that. So I think that's a great saying. An unwanted child, a child that was born with no purpose, ha- feels like it has no purpose. I think it's an excellent I don't remember where I heard it, but I think it's an excellent saying. I think you, I think you hit it, the nail on the head, like the the chasing the rainbow. Because I also wrote that down, like stop chasing the golden formula. You'll essentially free up more time mm-hmm. to truly pursue yourself and create yourself. Right. It's all about creating you. Like you can, like we talk about beta moments or, or simping. You can change that. That shit can change. It is. It's probably not going to happen overnight. But you can say no. You can mm-hmm. say stop, and immediately change that. And whether that's Figuring out what you're doing wrong, whether that's getting your ass in the gym. And I, I think you said something great yesterday. It's 2021. Stop complaining about how short you are. You uh, Agreed. <laughs> yeah. That's agreed. the focus on yourself part. Agreed. Right? It's it's a subpar argument. Right? It, it's not even an argument anymore. Because it's an excuse. You could do things. Yeah. You could do things to better yourself. And if we talk about men and the, the value of a man is as we increase in age um, by assets. Right? Short is a aesthetic. Money is an asset. It's two yeah. different things, right? Mm-hmm. If you establish a wealth, and whether that's a wealth in in, fin- in finance or wealth of wisdom or wealth in trade skills or in or in education, then you've propped yourself up to a different level to where you could put yourself at the bar with the tall motherfuckers who get it easy, the trifectas, yeah. right? Yeah. You put yourself up there. And there's women out there that want that. Maybe not in your immediate area, then fucking expand, travel. Yeah. Stop spending all your money on fucking J's and go to a fucking different country. <laughs> I was in I, Brooklyn I, mm-hmm. all my life, man, and I was fucking terrified of traveling. I don't know why. Me and my homies would just sit on the fucking block and do fucking nothing. Like, wait for niggas to come on the block that we don't know and fucking start shit. And yeah. then, like, once I got into the military and started traveling, right, by force, forced travel, started realizing and seeing different countries and different experiences and learning different cultures. Meeting different people, different mindsets and perceptions. That should change me, bro. I can't yeah. go back home and chill with the same niggas no more. No, nope. because y'all niggas ain't doing shit. They 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 not of the same value. Exactly. And we've talked about this before. I don't know if it was me and you or me and Dudley, but essentially I said it, like I, no, I don't remember. I, I, I we've had this conversation, but I think I was telling a girl I work with. Um, this guy asked me for some advice because I'm a rib. I'm red pill. I just I'm I'm a I'm an honest person, and I just tell men how it is because there's no there's sugarcoat in the world for men. Does them a Explain giant that. huh? Explain that red pill because you said that before. I, I think the listeners should know. Like, what do you mean by that? So it basically means that in the movie The Matrix, Morpheus asks Neo to take the blue pill, the red pill, the blue pill takes him back to the fake world, and everything goes back to normal. Or he takes the red pill, and he he has an awakening, and he sees the world for what it is. So what that means is you stop putting women on a pedestal because in the year of 2021 where women are fighting for equality, which means they should be treated as equals, Equals, not something that is better than or low. Because I've always thought when chivalry, in a sense, is degrading. It's degrading in the concept. I need to get your door. If, If you are equal to me, you know who I get the door for? Small children. Elderly women, you know Older why? People, because right. they are incapable, or it'll be more difficult for them to do something. Uh, a woman is the same. I've I've always thought, I've always said I'm an equalityist. I believe that women and men are very equal. Therefore, in that sense, I should treat you as an equal, not something that is better than me. Something I like. Um, 
what's that term where you like pedestalize? Right. Well, yeah. You think that they are some godlike thing. Uh, you know, women are the most beautiful creatures on the planet. Intelligent, smart. Be- no, like just from a physical point. Perfection. From yeah. a physical point, they are beautiful. Yeah. Like to look at, like uh, a right. very, uh, uh, you know, the ideal woman, whatever you want to create. They're, it's just like you can just look at them and you're just like, God damn. You're in awe. Right. You're in awe. Of course. Right. The, the, the most beautiful. They bring your children into the world. They are great things. But because I'm an equalityist, I don't think you're better than me. So therefore, I don't need to cater to you because you not cater because it's the wrong term. But I don't need to go out of my way to please you. Oh, go out my way to show you that you're on this pedestal. Yes. Or that you're, yeah. on, you're on the social pedestal that we put you on for all our lives. Yeah, so when I say red pill, right. I, it means I see the world for what it is. As a man, you need to understand there's double standards and the world doesn't play fair. Yeah. And when you're a beta motherfucker, you think the world is supposed to play fair, that the double standard is not fair. I don't care. When people are saying, oh, it's a double standard. As a grown-ass man who's almost 30, I acknowledge there's a double standard. I don't care. I don't have to live within your rules. Right. You know, this leads me to my point when we talk about men, when I say focus on yourself. This is the only time you get to be picky. You don't have to accept any woman just because. You can wait to find the right woman, but you better bring that shit to the table that the woman you're looking for wants. This is like the rare things that men get to choose. You get to choose a life partner, and y'all niggas pick shitty ones, and I did the same thing. Because you get caught up in the moment because I was on some bitch-ass shit. That, that's, I mean, that's honesty. Right. This is the one. You get to pick the woman you are going to make children with and potentially spend the rest of your life with and raise these children together. Nigga, you better pick correctly because you pick a wrong one, it fucks your life up. Big time, and it fucks up the kid's life. Fucks, fucks your kids up, yeah. fucks your lineage up, fucks you up. It, having a toxic relationship when you have children fucks everything. It's like a black hole. It just sucks in at all the, the matter around it. Drains you. Your kids feel it. Your The wife is awful. You're awful. The house is awful. It's just an awful fucking environment. <laughs> you know? No, I, I fucking do know. No, so, I do know. And I, I, I second point. You on vet these chicks like they're applying for a top secret clearance for the government. We don't do enough due diligence to figure out who the per- who we're actually talking to. We get caught up in that. Leads me to my third point. Just because it looked good, don't make it a good woman. Everything that glitters ain't gold. And that ties right into the vetting point I'm talking about. You need to vet these chicks because, God damn it, they're vetting you. They watch how you interact with their friends. Game tip number one. This is a side note. If you're trying to haul out one girl in a group of three, you talk to her last. You talk to the friends first. You interact with her friends first because if you ignore her... Ignore her friends and just get at her. You look like the biggest asshole. You look like a kind of rapey, creepy asshole who just will just... Uh, for example, I used to wingman for my buddy. If he, if I needed to get to the girl or whatever he was... whatever I'm a master at making up things to talk to three women at one time. If you can't yeah. talk to multiple women at one time to get to the one you actually want... Get your ass back in school. You ain't ready for the game, motherfucker. <laughs> you ain't ready. You ain't, <laughs> you ain't ready, motherfucker. You too little for this game. You, you ain't, too small, You ain't a Jedi yet. Yeah, you a Padawan on the Yoda. But let's talk about these points. You need to be yeah. picky. Vet these women like they're applying for a security clearance for the government. Just because she look good, don't make it good. Everything that glitter ain't gold. What do you think on that? What's your What's your I, viewpoints? I agree, and I think I think as men, we seen the red flags and we choose to ignore it. Like my ex, red flag one, she left her man who she was with to be with me, and I thought that shit was fucking amazing. I relished in that. I was like, oh shit, I was able to pull her away from her man. Guess what? Ironically, she left me to go back to the man that she left to begin with. So irony. Yeah. I could have seen that shit from the get-go and, and just bust a nut and kept it moving. But no, I chose to fucking wife this chick, right, mm-hmm. for four years, Yeah, which was wrong because it was a toxic relationship. We see it. We see the blueprint. We know what we want. We go in there, and we see the, we see the issues, right, mm-hmm. or we see the, the, the red flags. And we choose to, like I said, you choose to stay or you choose to, you choose to go. Most, most often, we just choose to stay. But because that's because of that, that scarcity. Of yeah, that's that scarcity mindset. If you look, right. listen to any any man related, you know, information, the you're scared that you're not going to find someone else. 
So you're trying exactly. to you're trying to fucking Mike Tyson it, duking it out to the very to you get dropped. To the very end. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you don't want to leave because you're like, man, if I leave, the time invested, right? The time right. wasted. Fuck it. Let go of it. Right. Because if you if you don't let go of it, you then invest more time. Exactly. It's and a, who who fucking knows how much more time? If I saw I saw the errors in my relationship the first year, I could have saved myself three fucking years. If I would have just said no, yep, this is beneath me. I'm yep. gone. If if you've ever said if you're in a relationship and you're young or you're old and you said I don't want to leave because it'll feel like I've wasted so much time, that is your that mind is telling you to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, it, it it aligns the same line when people say, "Come on now, we've had a good week. Let's not do this." It's a it's telling you when you read between the lines, this is a bad thing. Run, get yeah. get out. That's get what out. it's yeah. That's what it's telling you. But yeah, as you said, people we ignore these things because we are scared. We're scared of our return on the investment. We've invested right. so much money into the stock and it's yeah. dropping it's hard. Dropping. Right, right. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna hope it comes back up. That's what you're. I'm hoping gonna hold. For. I'm yeah. gonna diamond hands this bitch. Yeah. And I'm gonna hope that it recovers. And it but just stays. <laughs> At, it goes from $300 to $12 and it rides it out so y'all kill each other and then it skyrockets. Because yeah. when she's out on the market again, her value goes up. Your right. value, Especially, you broke it, nigga. They can smell it on right. you. Especially if she doesn't have kids, her value goes up. Right? Yep. Exactly. Um, I think we definitely need to get out that We And that's why it, it find out who you are, man. And these, if, if anything else you take from it, is ask yourself the hard fucking questions. And don't lie to yourself. Like, you take the red pill, right? See yeah. the world for what it is. You don't can lie, lie to everybody yourself. else, but you can't lie to your fucking self. Yeah, don't lie to yourself. Look at mm-hmm. yourself in the mirror and be like, hey, nigga, you fucked up. Right. Like, big time, bro. But that, that all ties... That shit. That all ties into what we're fucking talking about. This focus on yourself shit that all ties. The being confident, the, the you know, getting your life together. You're not worried about all that shit. If you got your shit together, cause you know, like, I, you know, I'll tell you this right now. I'll tell you this shit right now, bro. Mm. If you got a woman that thinks that you can't go get another chick right now, she don't value you. Hmm. If she thinks that you're the quote unquote, that you're the only chick she, she picked you that you're the, you know, you're lucky to have her, to, all that yeah, mentality, she doesn't value yeah, you, now. and you don't value yourself, because if you value yourself, and you put all this work in, and you've got yourself to a position in life where you have your own home, you have a vehicle you're paying for, you smell nice, you look nice, you're in shape, you go run, you bite, bitches can, sm- so I shouldn't say that, women, excuse my language, I said I wasn't going to say bitches, women can smell it on you. <laughs> They could smell it on you. They you ooze. Success. Yeah, because you, you yeah, ooze you, it. You carry yourself a certain way. You carry yourself a different you way. You don't care. You don't care if a woman wants to fuck you right now or she doesn't want to fuck you at all because you know what? You don't want to do it. Somebody else will. Yeah. When you have that mindset, you're, 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 sw- I don't even like the word swag because it's so old school, but like it's, your vibe you is that, different. You have that aura. Your yeah. aura is different. You don't care. Yeah. You just yeah. don't care because you like, it don't matter. I got money to make. I'm going to hit the gym in the morning. I'm focusing on my fucking self. You guys come last because I need to better myself because if I'm not good, nothing's ever... This relationship won't be good because I'm broken still. Game moment number two. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're focusing on yourself, right, and you're talking to a woman, like the beta thing to do is, oh, you want to go out tomorrow? Like you want to do something tomorrow? You want to go eat? It's like, No. Hey, I'm gonna go grab something to eat. You wanna, you wanna come? You, yeah, you just be direct. You never yeah, give I'm the gonna, option. I'm gonna go grab something to eat. Yeah, it's like, cause it's like, I'm doing this, or I'm doing this with or without you. It's yeah. just gonna happen. It's good. You, you, yeah. The game tip yeah. use when you're when you meet a woman, stop texting her all the fucking time. Set up a time you want to meet, and if she breaks that, you break her off, and you don't talk to yeah. her no more. Just move on. That that move this on is simple. All this new wave shit where you sit there and talk to each other all fucking day. So waste the fucking time. You go, hey, here's my number. I want to go out this Saturday. I want to go here to eat. There, you should be asking questions that end with yes or no. You don't need yeah. to be asking questions about what do you think. Of, it don't fucking matter what they think. 
Do you want to go to Morton's? Do you want to go to Chili's? Do you want to go to the Cheesecake Factory? You want to go get some barbecue? You want to get some fish? I'm going as eight o'clock. Good for you. Yes or no? Yeah. No. It, no. At time doesn't work. What about what time? Seven o'clock work for you? Yes. Boom. Okay, I'll call you. You know that, that when I'm on the way. Yeah. And you don't need to talk. Like I remember, like what, my one of my savage moments, right? Talking to this chick. I just, mm-hmm. I just like we were talking, whatever have you. And I said to her, like, hey man, I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go check this movie. I've been wanting to see this movie for a minute. You can roll if you want to. You don't have to. It's cool. And that shit threw her the fuck off. Yeah. It threw her off like completely. And she's like, uh, um, yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah. I'll come. And I was like, alright, cool, whatever. And and just pressed on, right? Right. Before, if I in my beta moment, it would have been like, well, you know, do you want to? Or like, you know, I'm giving her the option now. Yeah. It's the it's kind of like framing it. Tell me no. The option's in her hand to tell me no. Yeah. Like, no, we're not going to this. Instead of you saying, yeah. I'm going to this, would you like to come with me? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Because right? it's taking the option out of our hands. It's either yes or no question at that point. And so I've it's always framed it. You always frame it as you don't give them the option to choose nothing. It's yes or no, especially if you're paying for it. Yeah, of course. Money, man. I think money is the biggest thing. Is the biggest second to time is the biggest value loss when we don't truly value ourselves. Because you said it before. Is we we spend all this money, whether it's spending all this money trying to build ourselves into what we think we should be, or spending money on on others, whether whether it's a woman spending money on a man, or a man spending money on a woman, we're spending money on others to 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 create the value, right? We're trying to artificially create the value. Right. That's that's the worst thing you can do because then when you look back, man, I, every time I think about my ex, I think of two things: the money loss and yep. the time loss. Yeah. Two of the most valuable things. Right? Yeah. Nigga, I had I had two weeds. I had two weeds. I had a Japanese weed and a, and a regular weed. I had a, a couch. A couch set that I paid for $1,000. I remember it like yesterday. I love that fucking couch set. I had a Chester drawer. I had a bed over $1,000 worth. Table from Ikea that I loved. Lost it was a fucking it. glass table with a see-through. It was fucking $30. It's gone now. Gone. I ain't never getting that shit. Back. You ain't never getting it back. Shit. I love that fucking table. It's a fucking amazing table. Hey, I I, I'm it. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you some of the most boss shit I think I've ever done. I, me and my ex divorced. I say you take whatever you fucking want. There's just some things you're not getting, but you. I'm not yeah. gonna argue about none of this shit because guess what? I'm gonna get it back. Yeah. I'm not broke. Yeah. I. You know. I. I'm not a smart man. I'm not a genius, but I'm. I find ways to make money. I'm gonna find ways to get whatever you take. I'm gonna get it back, and I'm gonna get it in tenfold. I'm gonna get something better, right? You know, and that's the mentality. I mean, that that moment in my life fucking changed me. That's when I became. I'm I'm done. Clearly, something when you get divorced, you realize. Um, no matter how shitty the other person is, or is not, that um, because I'm not saying she's shitty, but however how shitty y'all were together is what I would say. Um, you realize that you are an imperfect person and you have imperfections, right? And you need and that's your that's your realization at that moment. Mm-hmm. And so I went to a right. therapist to solve some Good. shit out. Yeah, and yeah. then and you solve it, and then you like it's when I when I say like focus on yourself, I really mean it. I went to the gym. I was busting my ass. I was getting fucking your shoulders start rolling back. You start getting some lats. You start getting some traps. Your, your shoulders have definite. You look. You look in the mirror and you're like, I'm a new nigga. Like, you, yeah. y'all niggas can't tell me nothing. I built my, yeah. I built myself up from being skinny fat to looking like to what I look now. So what the fuck I look like taking some shit from you? You don't pay my bills. You don't do nothing. It's like I'm. It's like, because I would. I remember when I came back. I would talk to chicks that were at a lower point than me, and I'd allow them to make me feel like I'm at their level. Like, no, you're yeah. not even at my level. This is a blessing that I would that I would want to take you out when you live with your mama. Right. And so when I say focus on yourself, because then you realize I don't have to take this shit. I don't have to take none of this, this uh, aggression. I don't have to take none of this. Um, I haven't talked to you in two months. You want to go to dinner? No, you just hungry. I'm good. Because when you, because <laughs> when you're in that beta bitch made mindset, a girl that you liked or something hits you up weeks, months later. You're happy. You're fucking flipping. You're ecstatic. You're shit. Yeah, you're flipping shit. But when you... Have your awakening, your your evolving moment when you evolve from beta boy. When you become a fucking Saiyan. 
you take the Firestone and you come out that Pokeball as Raichu or, or, or Charizard <laughs> or Charmeleon or whatever you want to call it, right? You, you realize that this is not a blessing. Yeah. This is this is a snake in the grass. And I don't got time for snakes in the grass because you realize you can you're attracted to somebody. You just gotta find that group, you gotta find that niche. Because when you don't focus on yourself and you chase women all the time, you devalue yourself because you do not value yourself because your value is based on the attention or validation you get from women and not from yourself. And I want to make this extremely clear. Like we're not I'm well, I don't think we are are trying to say that women are not of value. But I think when you don't value yourself, you attract the low value of women or the ones that are not at the same level as you. Like, there's nothing that a woman can bring to the table that you can't provide for yourself besides, like, physical, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the physical aspects of, of what we want from women. Like, but, but, money, yeah. status, like, like women finances, give, all those things we can get ourselves. We're not talking about good women right now. We're not talking no. – we're talking about not good Low men value. and not good women. Yeah. There are plenty of good women, beautiful, intelligent, yeah. smart, compassionate, feminine women, and there's plenty of good men – I'm not talking. What I'm I'm talking about is the lack of mental strength, the inability to focus on yourself, to build your own confidence, to remove the need for validation from young men or as a growing man. That's where the beta comes from because you can't validate yourself mentally because you don't have anything in life to validate yourself because you've been so focused on chasing shit instead of chasing your purpose, your grind to make your money. When you chase women, if you took all the money you went to clubs, to bars, to dates, to gas, the dates, to the movies, you could probably have saved a couple grand and you could apply that to something else. But you were out there chasing ass. I've always told young men, if you can't take her to coffee on the first date, cut her off. Because if she can't that's, do that's, something. Yeah, that's, what, that's, what, that's, low value, that's a low value per date. Like it's, it's, it's like it's. State. It's something like where you can sit down and have a conversation with each other. Right, because the first date should not be some marvelous, expensive, whatever. It should be are you crazy, yeah. Exactly. It should be are we compatible enough to have a real date? Are we compatible yeah. enough to where the investment of my money because most likely the men will pay for it, the investment of my money is worth it. Is it are you worth the initial investment? Seven fucking dollars if a nigga can't cut that shit for some coffee. You know, he's broke, broke. He is a broke nigga. He ain't, yeah. he ain't worth it. But seven, you get some coffee and chat, and you guys can't do that. You need to be wined and dying. No, you're materialistic. You don't want to get to know me. You just want a meal. You want to live a lifestyle that I'm not going to provide you. I want to know, are you worthy enough to get that treatment? Because one of my points is, these. when you focus on yourself and you build yourself to a better man, that right for the women to 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 uh, join you through the journey of life is earned. The same way you have to earn it with her. We've lost that. When, most men don't think women need to earn their position to be. You need to earn the right to become a wife. That's why a lot of them aren't married. They don't know how to keep them because they don't want to earn it. Men have taught been taught from very young. You got to earn whatever you want from a woman, physically, emotionally. You got to earn that shit. Time, yeah, but, money. Yeah, but we're not, we're not, yeah, we're not, we're not pulling them to that same standard. And what you exactly. talking about like being an equalist? Being an equalist, you women must learn. You need to earn the right to be called something. I dated a girl. She wanted me to be. She was so hard set on becoming my girlfriend, and that threw me off because in my book, I told her you haven't done anything to earn that right to be get this title. Just because we went on some dates doesn't make you my girlfriend. It makes you a girl we went on some dates with. Dates, exactly. No, no matter, think, no matter if there was sex, no matter if we hung out, no matter if we had good talks, you haven't done anything on paper to earn that right. Because it is a, a title is a right. Yeah, no, agreed. It's a, like attaching you to itself. someone else. Yeah, the institution itself of marriage is in its in its own right something that men struggle with, like. A woman taking your name mm-hmm. also adds to your legacy, right? So if you bring somebody into that that's not of that value, then you tarnished your legacy big time. And then you're going to have a divorce, and it's going to be messy. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, as we start to wrap this up, you know, you focus on yourself. You set hard boundaries. 
There's things you just shouldn't tolerate. I have hard set boundaries of things I will never accept behavior from women. And I think women should have hard set boundaries of, 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 of um, behavior that they are not going to tolerate from men. And when I say they are not going to talk, I literally mean you do this thing one time. And I'm gone. I'm, we're not talking no more. And I think that is lost because of the scarcity, I'm afraid to lose them type mentality. Right. I don't deal with aggressive women. First of all, you're like a man. But the second thing is I can't knock you the fuck out. Because yeah, I'll go to jail. I can't, yeah, I can't, I'll get that I can't label. Deal with a woman that has, yeah, I can't deal with a woman that has big, like, big dick energy. No. Like, because we, we can't both have the same big dicks. It's not even the big dick energy. It's the fact that they're aggressive. If a man's aggressive, there's a low, there's at least a minimal level of violence. You know what I'm saying? Well, there's a reason why. If if it was a normal society for niggas to knock chicks out when they acted aggressively, do you think over time that women would go all buck wild on grown ass men? They do it now because there's a they have a belief that they're not gonna get KO'd. Right. You're not gonna get put out. You're not gonna get packed out, punched out, whatever slang. But with men, there is a point that you know this guy could just Suck a punch me and I'm sleeping. Yeah. Right. So my boundary is if you're an aggressive woman, verbally, physically, nope. Not there's no apologies. There's no sorries. There's none of that shit because that is toxic behavior. Because if you're one statement away, one argument away from you punching me in my face, and that's where the real issue lies. Because then you right. make a man pick between knocking you out in an instant off a reaction. Going to jail, you just—it's just all around a terrible scenario, and no one will feel bad for you if you got beat up by a girl. I'm like, oh, you're such a punk, right? But if you KO a chick, you Chris Breezy. It's—it's it's a lose lose. Nah, Therefore, I don't I'm deal with it. I'm glad you said that because, like, I did an episode. I, I think you—you you heard that episode called Love Talks, um, where I talked about my relationship where it got that messy. Yeah, and I fucking Tyson Hollyfield her ass <laughs> because she said some shit to me that like. It just pushed me over the edge. And everybody, men are imperfect. Women are imperfect. Um, you reach a boiling point and you flash. But to, but to, to caveat, you, you've admitted yourself. you've admitted how wrong that was of you. Because I know you said of it course. now kind of in passing. But just to yeah. clarify, you've admitted that you regretted that you shouldn't have did it. It was wrong of you. You're very was, embarrassed no, of it. Extremely. But like the fact that I even got to that point. Yeah. I Once again, that wasn't the first time. Right, because that's not something that just happens instantly, right? That's a buildup, right? There's been yeah. moments before that where she said things to push me over the edge. It just didn't get to that edge. And then it happened. But if I valued myself, like we talk about, if I focused on me and valued myself, the first time that happened, like you said, right? Setting that hard set boundary of, yo, if you fucking yell at me one fucking time, or if you call me less of a man, if you could, like, what you call me, like a, a bitch. Mm -hmm. What? Insult your I'm manhood. Gone. Yeah. Yeah, insult my manhood. I'm gone. Yeah. Right? And I chose not to. I chose to stay in that shit. Because it ultimately know, led to that. What I can tell you is I guaranteed you, I guarantee you that when she did it the first time, you said something, but then you let it slide, and then she I was did. like, I can keep doing it. It's it's yeah. learned behavior. Yeah, no, I agree. One hundred percent. And I think I think to wrap this up, um, Men have to understand the time frame of their value. Um, and, and talking to younger kids, like, yeah, like, right now, if you're in a school of 300 people, there is going to be a hierarchy. And you have to, and you're going to be either glad or upset at where you fall in that hierarchy. Mm -hmm. But if you focus on yourself, trust me, and you don't chase the rainbow, if you don't chase the golden formula, right? If you focus on yourself, then you will set yourself up past that. You leave high school, you go to college, you're a nobody again. Nobody fucking knows you. Nobody gives a fuck, right? But if you set yourself up, then once you leave high school, you go into college or you go into the world after you leave college, you prepare yourself for it, right? You put yourself in a stratosphere that you weren't where you were when you were in high school. You weren't where you were in college, but now you can even, you could attract who you want to attract. Who gives a fuck you couldn't get the, the prom queen in high school or junior high school? Who cares you couldn't get the popular girl in your lecture class in college? Now I'm at a state where I can attract bitches that look like Beyonce. Ah, you said it. I said it. Women that look like Beyonce or women that look like like high value, right? Because yeah. you yourself are of high value and you carry yourself that way. Yeah. You have investments. You have money. You bought your house at 24, 26. 
I told my airman who just PCS to um, Florida, you're doing a lot of things now that I didn't, I almost dreamed of doing at your age. He just bought a house in Florida at 26. Dude, you are the commodity. And you yeah. have to understand that. And I'm yeah. proud of you. Because yeah. at 30, at 30, at 36, right, I still don't own a house. And I'm proud of him. Straight up. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Because you own a house. You know what I'm saying? You have these things. You set yourself up. I got the money to buy a house. Don't keep it. Don't get it twisted. The nigga, the nigga flowing. The nigga got the money to do it. I just have, I just haven't been in the states in like what ten years. I've been overseas all my life. Yeah. No, I. Sorry, my stand literally just fell off. That's some bullshit. You got a, you got a broke ass stand. Facts. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to get, a, I'm about to get a better mic because we back on it at some point. But yeah. No, I, I, I got nothing to caveat. But what I am gonna say is, um. I, I don't when I say the word bitches, I really am not trying to. It's just it's literally the I don't same want to thing. demean women, yeah. I, I gotta it's, stop it's doing built that. in my slang because of how shitty I was as a teenager. So what I'm gonna do is every time I say the B word on this podcast, I'm gonna put a dollar in a swear jar and I'm gonna donate that money every month or you know, or something something that to turn it around to not make it so shitty because um same thing with cussing. I'm gonna try to get to a point where I can limit my cussing because sometimes when you cuss too much, you come off as uneducated. But right, um, no, I got you. You finished it well. I think I've said everything I need to say. Um, yeah. I think so, this was a good one. Yeah. So I uh, thank you for listening to the the Bottom Shelf Liquor N and J podcast. <laughs> Five ninety nine for two. When you're too cheap to buy some Hennessy, some Cavassier, you come down and you're too broke to even get Irk and Jerk, and you on military special level. That's the N and J. Two sips and you get, get lit. Ah, yeah. Yep. Yeah.